0: The Song Confessional Podcast is a co-production of KUTE KUTX Studios and Good Taste Society. Hey, this is Walker Lukens and you are listening to... To what we do here at the Song Confessional. We collect anonymous stories, we call them confessions, and we make recordings of these confessions and we give them to bands and songwriters who then write an all new original song based on these confessions. On this podcast, you're going to hear the confession, you're going to hear the song it inspired, and then a conversation with the songwriters who wrote it. I'm sitting here with the only man I've ever swiped a ride right on. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great with that knowledge. What What is your name, actually? <laughs> My name's Zach. <laughs> Zach, uh, wh- uh, wh- what's different about this episode?
1: Main thing is that we fucked up, but it's going to be really exciting.
0: It, we did fuck up. So we were, we were deep in the um, global pandemic. Yeah, losing our minds. Doing things all remotely, even with each other. And we, by mistake, sent the same confession to two different bands.
1: Yes, we did. And they both... Really came through,
0: so. And they came through very quickly. (laughs) Which made us nervous at first. (laughs) But we decided that this was an opportunity to do something cool. So in this three-part series you're about to hear, you're going to hear The Confession. You're going to hear the song it inspired twice. Yes, twice. Two songs, two bands. And then you're going to hear an interview, or really a conversation with both songwriters and us. So here in part one, you're going to hear from Madison Ward and the Mama Bear. Yep. Zach, what can we say about this band?
1: The most interesting thing is that it's a mother-son duo, which... I know of no others. I can't even think of a comparison. It's nope. so unique and cool. I can't imagine being in a band with my mother. Me neither. As much of a music fan as she was. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have that relationship.
0: My, my travel standards are I'm basically uh, Fievel in the bottom of the train compared to my mother who's in luxury first class seat on the same train. The idea of touring with my mom is there's a cold sweat going down my back. (laughs) I
1: can see. You guys can't see his face right now, but he's nervous. That sounds terrible. Well, speaking of an American tale, Mm -hmm. Madison Ward and the mama bear, uh, are a very Americana folk, a little country, a little rock and roll, basically the history of American music in a lot of ways.
0: And, and, and more recently, a little blues and a little pop. Yeah. Um, they're signed to Glass Note Records, which is, which is totally a modern pop label. Definitely. And you can see, you can hear why in their music. Um, also a unique signing for the label though, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it is really traditional and especially in our interview with him, you hear kind of what his roots are and, 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 We're referring to Madison, the songwriter Uh, What his roots are And what he's drawing from But when you listen to the records too I mean, there is a big pop production element to it And that is what's so impressive and cool about the songs
1: Couldn't agree more
0: Well, we should really talk about this confession Because it is one of the One of the strangest Confessions We've ever received
1: (laughs) Finding love is hard. Finding love is even harder when you're older. Finding love is even harder when you're older and dating on the internet for the first time. Finding love is hardest when you're older and dating on the internet for the first time time and the algorithm thinks you're a bit of a freaky freak but you're
0: really just a nice sweet 70 year old widow. So, what did you want to tell us today?
2: Well, I wanted to tell you about this weird event that I had. I'm a widow, and after a while of being by myself, I decided to go on dating sites. But I'm sort of out of the loop of dating sites reality so the whole thing was real new to me and kind of very intimidating so i picked one called e because e-harmony touts itself itself as something that uh computer program and logarithms and all that get you the perfect match wrong <laughs> <laughs> didn't work Absolutely wrong. Okay. Uh, (laughs) The first guy that connected with me said, I had put on there that I was liberal, and I don't know what else gave him this idea that we wouldn't match other than I'm liberal, uh e-harmony matched us. But when he connected with me straight away, he said he was he voted for Trump. He was against the wall. he was wanting the wall. So oh, we wow. agreed mm-hmm. to say, never mind. So that was number one weird disharmony e-harmony. Um, <laughs> so then the next one, I get a picture of a guy. And I mean, a a man is matched with me and he's a very rugged looking guy and he's a trucker, but he's also a cross dresser. So there are pictures of him as a trucker looking person and then as a babe with high heels and he had a a collection of shoes (laughs) The only thing I can think of as to why I was matched with this guy hmm. was because I'm a psychotherapist and maybe that, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing.
0: But wait, the, so, I just because I've never used eHarmony, so you like make a profile and then the website will match you with people. Like, you're not going out there and looking for oh, no. them the website no. just ma- okay okay. So met and the and- guy
2: who in who started e-harmony is reputedly a psychologist and you fig- you answer quite a lengthy profile questioning thing and it's supposed to be magic like they will you know hook you up with somebody that's just perfectly your match and it was perfectly wrong all of them uh, it was bizarre so the trucker was first and that was very off-putting to me <laughs> God God uh, did you ever so, talk
0: to him? Did you guys no. have a conversation? Oh, or no. Anything? Okay?
2: No, I did not talk to him i It was enough. It was a visual enough to know that I would not and he I think he said something like i'm I think he was cutting back on the cross dressing, but he was keeping his shoes as I recall <laughs> um but he was he had pictures of him as a woman wow. and so then. I had been matched with a guy who had written his profile. And in the profile, he had written a very sweet thing about his wife who had died. And since I was a widow, I thought, well, this, they got it right. This is a perfect match. Then I had other, somehow I knew, got his full name and I Googled him and found you know he just seemed like a regular guy not not a a weirdo not that cross dressers are weirdos okay i get it but i'm just not, not. going to be with a one um got it so um you're not a cross dresser are you <laughs> 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 Shit. It's, you're, you're, that would be my luck. you know <laughs> you're, you're good you're good. okay oh it just creeps me out and then when I told various people I was just the joke uh, I sent pictures of him because he was really rugged Look, anyway that was the mm-hmm. cross dresser but then I, people teased me a lot about it so back to <laughs> the, the other guy so then the next guy that I you, you get matched and then you can message each other and that's how I connected to this second guy. So he did message me and asked me if he could call me. So he called me, and he sounded fine, and we chit-chatted. And I said, I really liked what you said about your wife. And he said, which one? I've been married three times. And I said, uh, Laura Rose. Because that's what he had, that was her name in the profile. And he said, oh, that's the one I married after she died. So because I'm a psychotherapist, I just am quiet when people tell me they have sex with their dogs or something. You know, I just (laughs) am quiet. So I was quiet and and just, uh uh-huh. But I'm thinking, this is odd. So he tells me the backstory was that he apparently has a group of friends that do channeling and they adhere to the idea that people come back and all that stuff so um he had gone to a restaurant and his buddies were there the people that believe in channeling and they must have I think they must have had a thing like a pendulum because he said it swayed you know how you ask like a Ouija board but it's a pendulum Mm -hmm. so he said he asked her to marry him and she said yes the pendulum swung to yes Uh, they were talking they had channeled Laura
0: Rose okay hang on hang on we got back up here in a second okay so so you're talking to this guy, and here you are thinking, okay, here here's a here's a man who's who understands my experience being a widow or losing a spouse, and and you know is looking for love again. And then, very quickly into talking to him, you realize that this guy believes he is married to he got married to someone after they had died. Correct. Okay, and so then he starts telling you about this. This group that he he's part of, or he just knows people who are in the group.
2: Well, he's he, they're friends. They're his okay. friend
0: base. And one of them's like a medium,
2: apparently.
0: Okay, and so he was sitting at a restaurant with these friends.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And,
0: and okay,
2: they, they on, were at, somehow she, Laura Rose made a presence. Via this pendulum, i'm I'm assuming a pendulum. I don't remember that he said that it was a pendulum, but I know he said it it moved to the yes. Apparently, she was somehow, I don't know in what form they they uh, know that the channeling person is there, but okay he he started talking and asked via the pendulum, will you marry me and she said yes
0: and was he asking in seriousness like that's the part that's so crazy oh, yeah. for me is was he no. aware of, oh yeah he
2: he certainly uh it it may help to know this little thing as we talked after I, I didn't ask a lot of questions about the dead wife thing because I, I was, I was sort of sorting all this out, trying to get out of being so shocked. But he mentioned that he has to work, he had a landscaping company, but it was a landscaping company. That's why I thought we'd connect because I love the garden and stuff. And, uh, but he does something special about the dirt. He said there something to do with that. And that's what I had when I googled him. I, there was a video of him that he was on some, you know, little local TV thing where he talked about his business. So anyway, that's part of why I thought we were normal in connecting. But anyhow, I uh, am talking to him after she. He tells me about Laura Rose, and and he says that he. His business was down, and he has to work every day except Sunday. And that's why we were going to meet on Sunday for coffee. He asked me if I'd meet for coffee, and I said yes. So he said, usually I do, um, oh, crap, what's the name? Ecstatic dance. So this is a group of people who are his buddies and apparently there's some building in downtown Austin where people gather and do ecstatic dance and i hadn't ever heard of ecstatic dance so i said what is ecstatic dance and he said have you ever seen a bit uh this is an aside have you ever seen a video of people doing ecstatic dancing
0: are you asking me yeah i have yeah
2: okay uh are you are you one of those dancers <laughs> You have sex with dogs and you do ecstatic dance.
0: I have sex with dogs. I'm married (laughs) to a dead person. I dress in women's clothing often, and I uh, love ecstatic dance. You've well, we're a good
2: match. We're a good (laughs) match. So, if you kind of frame it more like this ecstatic dance group of people, the the sense that I got was that he just is drawn to, you know, has a group of people that has this belief system. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I asked him about ecstatic dance, he said, yeah, they just, it's men dancing with men, women with women, and free form. And um, And
0: no talking.
2: Oh, he didn't, I didn't remember that. You can't talk?
0: Oh, yeah, no talking.
2: Okay. (laughs) So... I hung up the phone. I mean, we were cordial and we had this date planned. And I got off the phone and I thought, "Holy shit! What what am I doing?" And uh, I texted him and said, "I am very traditional and I don't I don't want to waste your time and I'm not going to meet you." And he wrote back a very nice thank you. You know, I understand. And I never heard from him again. And I called up eHarmony and was furious. And the lady, as I told her about the cross-dresser and this guy, she was going, oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> and I thought, great. But they wouldn't give me my money back. I mean, I paid for this torture.
0: And now here's Dolly Walker by Madison Ward and the Mama Bear. Well,
2: I wanted to tell you about this weird event that I had.
3: One fine day, Dolly Walker was a-wishing. she found find love, so she went upon a mission. E-Harmony, what harm could it be? She made a password and went looking for the key to her heart. Cupid never uses a blow dart Barely do we put the horse before the cart The fruit before the tart The paint before the art Barely just wanted the good The good oh, yeah. Profile pace, skipping one after another Find one guy who ain't in love with his mother All the men were playing, not one did impress her Even one a truck across dresser. Heels in the cab when he feels looking fab. The dolly needs a mirror, less shoes And she had the scar. Rose's wife was a ghost by the name of Laura Rose, a man who would read his wedding vows to a spirit, even though his bride needs a Ouija board to hear it. When Dolly read this, she really got to fear it. Why's the happy ending always have to have a difficult start? Baby, can we skip to the good part? Cupid never uses a blow dart. Rarely do we put the horse before the cart. focus
4: on a single
3: melody my
2: money back I mean i paid for this torture
0: so I'm sitting here with Jim Eno. How are you doing, Jim?
5: I'm good. How are you, Walker?
0: I'm pretty good. Uh, you just listened to Dolly Walker by Madison Ward and the Mama Bear. Jim, this is a, this is a country song, our folk song. Mm-hmm. It, one thing I noticed is that all of the instruments on this song are not loud. There's right. an acoustic guitar, there's a drum played with brushes, it uh-huh. sounds like there's an upright bass, right, or an electric bass that's at least... Uh, not not rock and roll right, tone, right? How do you make music that's played very soft sound exciting? Because this is an exciting recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like. I don't mix a lot of um, like this type of a genre. Um, we did the Crow and the Boys song, um, but I feel like you know the main focus for me is usually the vocal for for these types of songs and. Um, another another thing is like making the drums like more of a pulse and be in the background which is a lot different than rock and roll
0: why because what is how do you approach rock and roll drums
5: well rock and roll like i almost think of the snare the kick and snare for me mainly the snare has like a specific should be a specific specific volume with respect to the vocal and I feel like it's fairly loud for rocker or pop music, um, and uh, maybe a little louder actually for for pop. But normally, I think you know, I can, I don't know, when I mix, I sort of hear this relationship, you know, so I'm fighting things like that in my brain when I mix a song like this. Mm-hmm. So um, usually, I think drums forward on a lot of the tracks I miss mix, but. Um, for this one, I think of providing a pulse and like a forward movement, you know, in like sort of the shuffly feel with the drums, but then featuring things like the guitar, mm-hmm. but also spreading those out to the side and leaving some room for the vocal and then making the vocal very audible mm-hmm. and um, focusing on being able to uh, hear the words and the enunciation.
0: So, so, if I understand you correctly, When you're mixing this, Mm -hmm. you want to basically leave the center for the vocal and the drums, but the drums are lower in volume, and you really just feel this pulse of it's a shuffle. Exactly, feeling the shuffle, and then the guitars and stuff are more wide. Yeah,
5: and the bass is in the middle, but you know it's muted, so it's lower frequency-wise than Mm -hmm. the uh, the vocal. Yeah. So you think of like the vocal sitting on top of the bass.
0: You know, when when I I've now listened to this song. A lot. Yeah. Because we've been working on this episode for a while and the biggest thing that I connect with after all the listens is his vocal performance is so exciting. It's yeah, full totally. of like a ton of feeling and like a lot of character. Yes, definitely. And, and when the harmonies come in, it's like they really blare. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um I'm curious, where are the harmonies in the mix? So if somebody's listening to this song, are they mixed? to the right or to the left?
5: Oh, uh, I think I think they're probably spread. Mm. You know, so they're probably on the outside of the vocal.
0: So it, so it feels like, you know, as if it's a live performance where the yeah. lead singers in the middle and the back of vocals are spread around them. Correct.
5: Yeah, that's usually how I I normally do it. You know, mm-hmm. there's sometimes where I may do a hard pan or something, but that's more for an effect, you know. For a song like this, I want them to have impact but not be like a a crazy like moment, like why did they do that kind of thing, you know?
0: You'll hear more about the recording and writing of the song in my interview with Madison Ward and his producer, Bryce Vesey. Interview, 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 Who am I speaking with? This is Madison Ward and I am here with... Bryce Vesey. And, uh, and you guys worked on this song together. Correct. And, and what is you, Madison? You're the singer songwriter in this band, correct? Correct. And what did you do on this track, Bryce?
4: So for this one, um, I was kind of the, uh, conduit if you will, for Madison's songwriting, um, I brought it into the computer and did, you know, the, the typical, uh, recording process. And then we got a couple of other musicians to jump on it as well. So I was kind of engineer slash producer. Um, and, uh, I, I guess a little bit of collaborator, if there was ever a question, I would try to answer it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that. Con- a conduit for the song. That's a yeah. great way to talk about it. Be- that's a great way to describe producing and engineering. Um, it, Madison, y- you wrote the lyrics to the song. Yeah. Yes. Can you describe in your own, your own words, what was this confession about?
6: Okay. So Um, I got sent over a confession. It was from this gal and I think she was maybe about 70 something years old and she seemed like the sweetest lady ever. And she basically was describing her dating life. I guess her uh, husband had passed away some years back and she was trying to get back out there again and start, uh, you know, I think maybe using Tinder, doing the online dating, And uh, just one after another, all her stories that kept happening were really just bottom of the barrel experiences that you could possibly have trying to use Tinder or Bumble or whatever. And um, so, I mean, it it was just sort of this, it felt like I was listening to a rom-com, just a gal who just, you know, couldn't couldn't get any luck in the dating scene and um, some of the craziest experiences. And uh, yeah, I just tried to turn that into a song as much as possible. It was a, it was a great story to listen to. And I feel for that lady. And we're actually seeing each other now.
0: So it's great. Have you, uh, have you had a lot of, uh, online dating or online dating is such a misnomer. Do you meet people through the apps? Is that your, your, how you do it these days?
6: I've actually never used, um, an online dating service before, and I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure they're great. And, um, but no, I never actually have. I mean, I guess I'm supposed to be on Tinder and I think, I think I'm single right now. I'm not sure. It's, uh, it's been a long pandemic, but but I, uh, but yeah, I I never have. What, what about you? Have you ever gone down that road?
0: I, uh, not really. Not really. I've been with the same person for, uh, six years. So, so when we were kind of, when we were getting together, uh, it was definitely around, but yeah, I wasn't really doing it. I'm always curious with musicians who tour and you've toured a lot. Um, do you meet people on the road? Do you have romance Um, on the road?
6: No, not really. You know, I'm there. um, When I've toured the most, I've been in a relationship. And so I, I never really went down that road. Also, I'm there performing with my mom. I'm in a band called Madison Ward and the Mama Bear. The both of us perform together. I don't think it's the biggest aphrodisiac for the gals in the, in in the, in the audience. Like, you know what I need to do? Talk to that guy as soon as, uh, you know, he cuts the old ball and chain, but, uh, I, 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 it's never been that vibe. It's, um, our shows, I mean, you do get it sometimes like after our show, um, certain, like you, you get that energy, but you can tell people are almost more taboo and they're dancing around it. And it wasn't until I did solo shows where straight up girls are saying, what are you doing after the show? What are you doing after the show? Mm-hmm. But when I was with my mom, I think it already sort of sets the stage for something much more wholesome, no matter what we're singing or talking about. It's just, it's inherent almost. And I think it, it's, it acts as some sort of deterrent almost. So,
0: <laughs> basically I, basically never... your mom salts your game is what you're telling me.
6: She it salts does. the game, baby. Yeah. She salts it, and uh, she looks the game. She throws salt on it, and uh, some paprika and pepper, and she puts it in a pot. But <laughs> I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. She, it, it's, it's never really bothered me though because I just, um, I've always been. I, I don't feel like I ever know what I'm doing. So I'm just my my brain is always on the show. And then the next show we have to do, and the next one, and just trying not to you know, burnout or anything like that. So that's always been pretty far remo- removed from my mind whenever we, we've been on the road.
0: I think it's a uh, I it, I don't know anyone who tours like Van Halen or something like that, but I, I think it's a great cliche stereotype. I've toured for, uh, you know, a decade on and off for over a decade and uh, known very few musicians who've really had a lot of success on the road. I guess. It I it, I don't know. Basically, I'm just trying to let your mom off the hook. I don't know if it's just her presence. It it's not a uh well, a she's conference. hooking
6: up left and right. That's oh, the shit. thing. Okay. Well, never <laughs>
0: mind. A, your entire
6: the theory is just out the window right now. <laughs> no, she no, uh yeah. I, I think also we it's the type of music that we're playing too, you know. It's just I mean, we're playing very folky Americana sort of it's not like a wild audience, you know, it's um just the, it's, it's the tone of it. If you're going to meet anybody, it might be like, if you're, you know, if you go out to like a a bar after the show or you go to a restaurant or something, um, that's where you're going to run into someone. But usually the show is just more like that world of music, that style of music, the Americana world. It's, it's
0: much more, um, I don't know. It's much more slowed down. I think. I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, I'm sure you've answered some version of this question a million times, but how how did you end up performing with your, your mom? And you and you guys have had a lot of great success and, and it's a true, from what I can tell on the internet, it's a true career. You know, it's not something y'all are doing casually. How, how did you end up having such a serious project with your mom? Well, you know, she was playing in coffee houses ever
6: since I was a little kid, long before me. And she was always, play, she played some originals, but mostly covers and you know, one day she started, once I got to the age of starting to learn the guitar and started writing a little bit, she just kept saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to go do a show at these coffee shops. I'm going to take a break. Why don't you just play that song? That thing that you wrote, that, that, that really weird tune, the one that you keep thinking is weird, but I love it. Go play that for people. I think they'll get a kick out of it. I'm going to go take a break, just do it. And I was like, ah, okay, I'll do it. And, um, And then I started doing that more and more. And she's like, I'm going to take another break, play the other ones too, do like three or four songs. I said, "Okay." And then she started harmonizing with those tunes. And then I was like, man, I kind of like it whenever we're harmonizing. And then she goes, hey, why don't you just (laughs) do the whole set with me? So I said, all right. So now we're doing the whole set together. And as we're doing it, we keep on dusting off these original tunes. And then over time, I tell her what if we just stopped doing the covers she kept doing all these cover covers and she's like really i said let's see if we can just do an entire night of original music and now we're harmonizing and now we're just building up all original songs and then we we do it and it it's a nice evening and people now are coming back and now they're requesting original tunes and we're like are we a band? I think we might be a band. And, and so we're like, we gotta get a name for this thing. We gotta go start recording. It was like the most organic sort of thing ever. You know, once we got out into the world, people thought that it was, you know, hey, what's like they felt like it was almost like like some sort of a gimmick where they're like, Hey, mom and son, what a riot. That's quite a hoot. Yeah. Like yeah. But we were like, No, we never wanted to do this. It was just um uh, I mean, we never sought out to do it, I guess, it just sort of
0: grew and grew. Well, so what's something that you and your mom share because you do this thing together that people wouldn't predict?
6: One thing I find real interesting is people tend to, um, they, they, they're getting something out of this element of my mom being on stage that I never really uh, expected, which is it's almost they're projecting their own relationships onto uh, what they're watching on stage. They think about their own mothers. And a lot of times they, they, um, they, they, can I just give your mother a hug? Can I just hug her? I just want to hug her. And you're like, what? And, and, and a lot of certain, the way that they uh, approach my mom is just, it's very different than how I've seen people approach musicians that they love. It's almost like they're, they're approaching it like a family member or, um, you know, I've had like, like also like something I find real interesting is, it's almost like there's less boundaries whenever it comes to how they interact with my mom you know like hey mama bear will you sign my breast and i'm like wait a minute that's uh this is a much older lady man like this isn't like don't get me wrong i'm all for you doing whatever you want to do but at the same time it's uh it's we're not like this rock and roll band we're not you know it's like we're we're much more calmed down and People almost taking ownership, like mom, like a old. I see like these middle aged men, like mama bear, just just please, just give me one kiss, give me a kiss right here on the cheek, and she's like, what? And it's just it, it's it's this sort of like ownership of the like uh, a like I guess adorable nature that they sort of project onto her. They're like they gotta own that, and it's it's not a problem. It's a, I mean it, we find it endearing. I just I never expected that to happen in that in that way
0: that's wild uh that that was a great answer to a poorly worded question (laughs) that's crazy oh
6: no it's a good question i felt like a like a presidential candidate or something like yeah just like am i making sense am i like walking my way out of this
0: so let's talk about this song so we sent you this confession and uh how long did it take you to to write this
6: um really quick um because whenever you, uh, whenever you guys sent over the confessional, I thought like in my head, I just assumed somebody needs it like the next week. And so I wrote it like, like pretty, pretty immediately. And, um, I, I can't remember cause this is about a year ago now. So, but I would say it took just a few days to probably, um, you know, just, I think the melody I probably wrote um, just over the course of like a couple hours or something. And then the next few days over that week just threw lyrics on top of each part. And, um, yeah, I think that's about how long.
0: I love your lyrics, uh, for a few reasons, but one of the reasons I love them is that you, you didn't really, um, you didn't sort of extract a feeling or one part of the, like you you didn't interpret the story Figuratively, It's not about your reaction to it. I love that you actually just told the story of the confession.
6: Yeah, I love storytelling, um, which I mean, I didn't even know that until someone told me that they're like, you, you're constantly doing like a story situation. I was like, oh, I guess I am. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, and whenever this request came over to like this or this challenge, I, I loved it so much because I love just being able to have sort of a beginning, middle and end, and just hearing what somebody's talking about and just trying to just narrate in a way that sounds interesting in music form.
0: Bryce, when you're working with an artist or producing in any form or engineering, do you kind of form an opinion of the song or do you sort of get to work doing the, you know, get, getting it going, being a conduit? What's like, What? what how does it go for you?
4: Uh, it's always very much, um, take it in for me at first. I got to just understand the aura or presence of kind of the, the song. Um, is it, you know, fast paced, is is it a ballad, you know, and that's going to inform a lot about how it's put together, um, you know, with Madison's songs, uh, as he said, he's, he's pretty quick on the draw when it comes to it. And he can usually have something turned around really quick. So those ideas there's a lot of them that just happen right off the bat without even thinking about it. Okay. This song is it's, it's a high paced song. So we're going to have some kind of drum sets going on here. And, um, and then from there, you know, it's just, um, feeling out. It's a, it's a lot of collaboration between the two of us. It's feeling out. Well, okay. Next it's literally step-by-step. Step. We start with the acoustic and voice and then start adding pieces and building the song, uh, out from that. And there's very few things that, I'm ever just like, it has to be like this, you know, like, and even Madison too. I think there's hardly ever a moment that we were like not seeing eye to eye on what the next step should be to, to keep filling out the kind of body of the song.
0: So you guys got together and you recorded the the guitar and the vocal first.
4: Yeah. We started, uh, just acoustic and voice. Cause that's, that's where the soul of the song and the songwriting lies and just understanding kind of the, the assignment, if you will, of like, take this story, write a song that connects. That was definitely the starting place. But from there then, um, yeah, we filled it out with uh, a drum set with uh, a musician that we like to work with named Stephanie Williams. Um, she came in and just, uh, she knocked it out. She, I mean, what two takes, I think maybe. Yeah. She's an incredible yeah. percussionist. She's so good. And then, yeah. Um, bass guitar somewhere in there and then, uh, got another friend, actually, a Texas guy, um, to throw some guitar on it and add just a little bit of that flavor you know, that, uh, Texas blues ish kind of sound. Um, his name's Kyle Samuel. He actually plays in another band, um, called all get out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had been taking guitar lessons from him during that time on uh, Skype. So I just said, you know what, he would be the perfect guy to do this quickly. You know, we, we had the song kind of laid out on the table and we're trying to finish it up and get it over for the mastering stage. So yeah, um, things just kind of fell in place pretty quick. Once that core of the song was there. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, How, okay. So this is another song confessional first uh, so for us, it's new, but where does the name Dolly Walker come from?
6: Uh, I just, I I like names and I just like, like, I just like creativity just from scratch from nothing. And so I was like, okay, uh, I got to give this gal a name. And I was like, okay, Dolly, that's kind of cool. Dolly, Dolly Parton. And then I just, I really just went on, um, I really just hopped online and was like, Interesting last names and you know you just see a whole bunch and then Walker came up and I was like Dolly Walker and then you you know chimed over and was like hey Walker Lukens. And I was like oh man hopefully he doesn't think that I'm <laughs> <laughs> that I'm doing this because of his first name but uh I really liked Walker and I liked Dolly. So really the whole song is just a compliment to you, really. It's just
0: <laughs> Hey, I'll <laughs> take it. That's how I've been taking it for a year. So Bobby on the record. Has it gotten
6: I- you through the pandemic at all? <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I love I I love that you gave her a name because it does it really helps it fall into the sort of um, folk old country world by naming her, you know, and and also it's it the uh, the name that you did take from the confession, Laura Rose, it, it Laura Rose and Dolly Walker. Sound like they're from the same town. So I loved it. Yeah, I love
6: that. I, lo- I loved uh, everything that she said just kept on making my eyes just pop. I mean, every everything like so he had a wife named Laura Rose. And she would she'd mention Laura Rose and I'd go, wait, what? But he's like, But she was dead, she's passed away. And I she would she kept telling the story and I was just jaw dropped and, um, by w- her experiences. And, mm-hmm. and I, I do like assigning names to songs a lot. And I think, I don't know, like I'm a, I'm a big fan of Tom Waits. I feel like he does that. He has characters and story arcs and, um, lots of, uh, interesting, um, in situations and circumstance that characters go through. And I think adding a name and personalizing things can make it just so much more, um, specific, you know?
0: Yeah. And I, I think I love Tom Waits a lot. And I, one thing I love about his records is because he does give names to so many of the characters that you kind of start to feel like you're flipping through like a newspaper or something like it, it really does just make it each one feel more like a portrait. And I think a lot less about Tom Waits and his interpersonal whatever. And I think more about these characters that he's making. That is an awesome thing when you name the people in your songs. Yeah. One
6: of my favorite songs, like i I've covered, uh, his, uh, New Year's Eve song, like, uh, like around that time of the year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's got constantly, he's talking about Nick and Socorro broke up and Candace wouldn't shut up and Finn, he recorded the whole thing and he'll, he's, he's naming people constantly. And it's, it's, it's more cinematic, I think. And I think I really appreciate, uh, cinematic sort of appeal when it comes to music. I, and I think that's like, I had mentioned to you, like the Elliot Smith phase in the be- in the beginning, you know, my sister, she was showing me ro- Royal Tenenbaums and she was showing me, um, uh, you know, Life Aquatic and, you know, I'm hearing Elliot Smith and I go, who's this guy and why is it just painting so well with the imagery that you're seeing? And I, I, I love that relationship with music, just, Cinematic imagery, some sort of painting like that, you know
0: mm-hmm. uh, what an awesome songwriter and awesome guy to talk to you about songwriting
1: Honestly, I'm jealous that I wasn't there for that interview It just seems like a great hang, they both do They're funny and just, you know, very genuine
0: And, and Madison seems like a, a real, uh, just like real student of the Great American Songbook, you know, you can you can hear it in this song. You can. It sounds classic
1: already. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't feel. I don't know. It's fresh, but doesn't feel like it was recorded in this century even. You know, yeah. it, it could have been plucked right out of the '50s, and just you know, people could have been listening to it for decades.
0: In part two of this three-part series, you are going to be hearing a song inspired by the same confession written by Night Moves
1: very different style of song which is like and this is why we decided to do this one and and make it a several part episode because you hear the same story and how that creativity just changes it's it's fun it's cool
0: night moves draws from the past in a totally different way than madison ward which you will hear very very soon
1: yeah stay tuned the Song Professional Podcast is produced by myself, Walker Lukens, Aaron Blackerby, Rylan Kettery,
0: Jim Eno, Mike Lee, and brought to you by KUTX. The theme song you heard at the top was written by me, Walker Lukens. It was performed by me, Zach, James Wesley Essary, Sam Panky. It was recorded and mixed by Jim Eno and mastered by Chris Longwood. Dolly Walker was written and performed by Madison Ward. It was produced by Bryce Veazey. It was mixed by Jim Eno and it was mastered by Chris Longwood.
1: If you enjoyed this podcast, the absolute best thing you can do is share an episode with a friend, a family member, an enemy, a coworker, anybody that might want to listen to it.
0: Yes, because you know what your enemies like, even if you hate them. So find that episode that you know they'll like and send it to them and say, fuck you, I think you'll like this. Uh, Thank you, Madison Ward, for being part of this. And thank you to our confessor.